We are two days away. The big man's coming. Merry Christmas, Eve, 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 Eve. No, Eve, Eve. I don't know. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds. And must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. They can't all be perfect, Batavia. Not all of them, okay? (laughs) Look, it's a difficult one. I like the... I like the idea that your base is that some of them are perfect. Like that's, yeah, that's some what of them are. I'm hearing. Like I've had a few you know, that you've moved you almost to tears before, so I don't know what's going on here. That doesn't make it perfect. I just want to know that I am a witness to every single one of the openings. You are. And it's so. painful. So Merry Christmas, everybody. We're close enough to say it. How's that? Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry equipment, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Big plans? No. Oh, I'm making gumbo. Oh. So, uh-huh. tell me you froze some okra from this year and you're putting in it. No, I didn't. I, I, let's not talk about like. How the hell are you going to. Tell me you're going to use your tomatoes in it. I am going to use tomatoes okay. in it. Um, your tomatoes. I don't though. normally. Yeah, my tomatoes. Okay. I don't like tomatoes that I've canned. I don't normally put peppers or anything like that in it. I may end up putting some onions as a part of the Trinity, Holy Trinity. Yeah. You know, um, no, bell peppers totally go in it. That's a part of the Holy Trinity. Yeah. So peppers, onions, celery. And I grew all of that, but I didn't like preserve all of that. Do I need to go ahead but and roll in- the uh, Leonard? Cue the recipe intro. Apparently, <laughs> we're we're jumping in early. <laughs> no, I um, not every year, but I've tried to make it like approaching New Year's, like New Year's Day or New Year Day or whatever. And then it kind of sets me off because I'm eating leftover gumbo for like three or four days into the new year. And it's like completely, you know, messing up my new year, new me. Like, you know, if I want to try, like, try to eat healthier, I have like this big, thick, you know, bowl of gumbo. Gumbo So I'm going to move it back. Yeah. I mean, with the rice and the cornbread, so I'm gonna move it back oh. to Christmas, and by the new year, I'll be done with it, right? <laughs> so you were like feeding me all kinds of stuff right now. I wasn't gonna come on here, and I was just gonna be like, I ain't got much to say. Merry Christmas, everybody! And then you start talking about gumbo, and so now I want to tell you about my okra that I'm gonna grow next year. That's short, so I won't need a ladder to get on top of it. Hopefully, that'll work. This um, is why I'm one half of the dynamic duo. This is it. I, know. I, I don't. When are you going to realize? I don't. You. I. I mm, don't take my words out of my mouth. I realized <laughs> it a long time ago, but okay. Um. Yeah. Short okra plants are on tap for next year, and I was actually funny you brought up gumbo because that was one of the reasons why I wanted to grow it was just so we could have mm. more gumbo. So, and then yeah, corn. They, do you um, put corn in your gumbo? I do not. No. No. I mean, I've probably made it like 10 times or something, 10 or 12 times. I'm not like, it's not an all time, lifetime, like tradition or anything. Yeah. Um, 
So like, I don't have, this is the way that my family and my ancestors and ancestors, ancestors made it. Um, That's how I would tell the story. (laughs) No, no, I have all kinds of honesty um, mixed into it, but real quick on the okra tip, okra is one of the plants that I continue to change my planting approach. Like either I have way too much of it, go back two years, Last year, I didn't have it like the current, the 2021 year. I didn't have enough of it. You know, the year, two years before that. I mean, it's just, I, I can't get it right. So that's, that's the reason why I don't I have enough to, I didn't have enough to freeze. I had none this year. None. I got two okras this year. That was it. So we had mm. a meal of fried okra. I don't know what happened. Well, I know what happened, but. Two and okra pods before, or two okra plants? I had two okra plants and two okra pods harvested. <laughs> so you know and all of them came off of one plant for the record so um i guess it was a win but yeah you preserve you preserve those two could you ship me those two maybe hell no i fried them up and ate them (laughs) on the spot what are you crazy we have fried okra we always have fried okra but um that's why i wanted to get these little short guys i don't remember the variety of them but they're they stay like two to four feet tall so mm-hmm. I'm pretty interested itself, right? The plant. Yeah. Not the, Oh my yeah. gosh. Can you imagine a two foot okra pod? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then do you have a uh, pepper jelly for your cornbread? I do not. Girl. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get you that recipe. I'll have to give everybody the recipe one of these days. I'll find it. And so you guys can no. jot it down. Promises, it's- promises, promises. No, no, no. I will because it is a specific recipe for a specific purpose. So I wouldn't go crazy. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, you put it on cornbread. Mm, good night. Hmm. Anyway, you, know you, the- you had me at cornbread. I'm just going to say. Yeah. This isn't the uh, gumbo podcast, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it a- does make me think of. Wait, it does make me think about the things surrounding this holiday because there are, and the reason why I'm switching it up, another reason why I'm switching it up is like a lot of the foods that we and my family eat starting from Thanksgiving to New Year are like just variations of the same thing. So I have been able to move away from what may be traditional. You know, I know a lot of people do eat gumbo around this time of year, um, but I'm wondering if there are things that you're eating that are different that you can like lean into the garden for now. Me? You know. Yeah. Yes, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have some rutabagas that I have left mm-hmm. in so I could try and have mashed rutabagas for, um, mm-hmm. for uh, Christmas dinner. So... My family is mostly Norwegian, so we try to go kind of heavy on the Norwegian flavors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we don't have a cow, so we can't make our own butter. But, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of turnips and um, rutabagas and stuff like that. And then we'll throw some greens in. Somehow, we'll, I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do yet, if anything. Um, my family is weird. Not my family that lives with me, but like my, you know, my parents and stuff. They don't mm-hmm. eat that kind of stuff, man. They don't... I feel, I, I don't know. Actually, here's a good question. Do you think that like gardeners are more prone to have a more diverse diet because they grow their food? Because it no. seems to me like, I don't know, like everybody around me, like so many people, they don't eat anything, you know? Well, the reason why I say no is because I, and there's a caveat to it, but generally I'm going to say no because many gardeners, many of us grow the things that we most commonly eat. 
right? So kind of pre-garden days, which means it's the same thing anyway. Now, I do think that there is, um, you know, a, 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 there are a number of gardeners that remember one of the things that you bashed me about was a part of the reason why I garden, one of many, is to be able to explore, which yeah. means that I'm going to be introducing foods that maybe I don't eat in my everyday diet, right? Um, and most times that works out, you know, but there is that whole, like, what are you going to do with this thing? I was just exchanging or asking a guy that I work with, he had asked, um, I told him, oh, I have a surprise. I have to wait for 2022 to, to tell that surprise. But the conversation was about gardening. And he said he wants one day to have a lemon and pepper farm. Like that's his intention. So that took me to, I could actually smell the lemons. And then it took me to, um, there's so many options with peppers. And so I just asked his favorite way to, you know, prepare or cook or eat peppers. So maybe that'll be the recipe the If he's going to grow a lemon in a pepper farm, that'd be messed up if they weren't. Well, I, I think it's just perhaps the two favorite crops, maybe. Uh, I don't know that he, you know, I don't know that he's planning like, on crossing anything. No, I was just thinking like if you put them in there together and like they absolutely hated each other and like you would just... And you didn't know, though, and you just kept trying and trying every year. It'd be like a miserable experience, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little gardener joke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Kind of dorky, but. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's you. It's fitting. It is. It is. It makes me embarrassed that I said it, if that's anything. But I mean, I just wonder, I was just wondering because, you know, even people around me, like I'll, I'll harvest a bunch of kale and, um sometimes I'll just take a handful and be like, Hey, you guys want some killing, but how do you eat it? What do you do with it? I'm like, how do you not know mm-hmm. how to eat kale? You know, like, no, don't be that dude. Like I told you 2011 if, or 2012, I had never even heard of kale. Amen, sister. Me too. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that was 2011 when everybody heard about kale. Mm-mm. So no, I, I look at it and say, this is one of the things I'm, if I am strict about a thing, it's the, and I know you're not trying to shit on anybody. No, but, well, maybe a not at bit, all. But uh, this idea of when you, it's like, have you ever heard of like, you know, finding religion? So when yeah. you come to the realization of a thing, it's not, that doesn't mean everyone else has. And so people find things in their own time. Remember I told you one of my girlfriends at, um, picked some uh, collard greens for her. Remember, she Uh was like, they taste like they were, you know, prayed on and kissed on and all of that. And so um, I asked her, has she ever picked collards, you know? And she's like, no. And so, you know, she was on the back and I picked them for her. You know, I I showed her like, this is how you pick one, a couple of leaves or whatever. But then I said, oh, you know, do you want some kale? Because kale was still fresh and, you know, kicking butt. And she's like, I've never had it, you know? And so I'm just like, okay, you know? And at that point I give her so many collars. I said, well, no, because sometimes people are apprehensive. Even if she takes it, it's kind of like it sits in the refrigerator, sits in the refrigerator. What does she do with it? So I didn't give her any of that time. I probably would cook something up and let her taste it. So anyway, I said that to say like, you know, at one point she's going to eat kale, especially if it's cooked the same way that she likes collards. And she's going to say, oh, this is great. And then she'll be in the store buying kale, you know, as her green of choice when it's on sale. Like that, I mean, that it happens, right? Yeah, I guess it's just, you know, kale is such an easy crop to grow that I've been growing it for so long that it's just mind blowing. But I remember there was and I think it was around the same time you learned about it. And I learned about it was around the same time. I remember, man, everywhere you look, it was, it was like cauliflower now. You just got these recipes all the time. It's nothing but kale, 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 kale. So I don't know. I remember I was, it vividly. The, the quick note on it is 
um, I was getting into fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the quick, the, the sh- longer note is I was getting over a heartbreak and then I found fitness and right. a lady that I went to grade school with, I grew up, um, and we grew up in the same neighborhood and she was like really into, you know, weekend warrior type running, putting in long miles. And she was sharing at that time, like what her meals were. And I kept on seeing kale over and over and over yeah. again, you know? And so Google existed then. So I started Googling it and I'm like, okay. And the funnier thing, is I have always gone to the grocery store like I'm one that lives in the grocery store loves it separate story about that we'll tell at some other point in the future but then you you know you have ears to hear and eyes to see for that now so now I'm like oh this is the thing I've just looked past all of this time right it's been in the stores all of this time right. you know so I mean I just I think maybe more gardeners are aware of it than maybe everyday people. I think that's what it may be. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, so then you're in, in tune to kind of trying more things and eating a wider variety, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's an interesting mm-hmm. thought, which there's a whole thing there, but it's, um, it's curious, but you know, so when we go to cook our Christmas meals or whatever, we are very mm-hmm. careful about how we add greens. And a lot of times we'll add them into soups. Because it kind of mm-hmm. you can slide it in there nice and easy, yeah. and it won't be an issue. Yeah. So greens, it's a, especially, it's a texture thing too. Yeah, which is why I don't you know. like the curly kale because I don't like the yeah. texture uh-huh. of it. Which I mean, you can which understand actually, that. Which actually now reminds me, like. I'm really glad I didn't give her any kale because I don't know if she would enjoy it based on the texture. Like in my mind, if you cook it up the same way as collards, it's all the same thing. Like I've had it that way, but then again, maybe not, it won't be the same thing for her because I imagine it wouldn't be the same thing for you. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. But I know that, um, my family, uh, my granny, she, uh, she wants turnip greens. So mm-hmm. we will be bringing some turnip greens of some sort for her. And I mean, mm-hmm. she doesn't need much, your, just a little bit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. How are your turnips doing? Oh boy, oh boy. I think they're <laughs> huge. <laughs> I'm starting to get lost in if they're turnips or radishes. So, um, they, <laughs> well, yeah, they're very similar. I hear you there. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it's been kind of a, you know, a roller coaster, but. We definitely, you know, we'll find out when we go to make Christmas dinner if we're eating radishes or turnips one way or another. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners. <laughs> you know, I found that my um, radishes, and I know there are a bunch of different varieties, they have been the absolute hardiest yeah. coming through this cold weather. Yeah, Like me completely too. unfazed, not limp at all. You know, it's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, mine have, uh, they've gotten huge through this cold weather that we've had. Now, I say it's cold, and so I told you a couple episodes ago, our first frost was 25 degrees, and then every frost after that has been in the 20s. We haven't had any nights that just dip into the 30s, and now it's 75 Mm -hmm. degrees, and it'll be 50 tonight. So, you know, it's yo-yo season to the max right now. Yeah, put it... 
put a pin in your head that I want to know if um, you have any bolting. Yes, I do. If any of your veggies. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, so I, I was have. Ask um, you to... I'm growing Yadfa, mm. which is one of those. I'm just going to say it. One of those doo-doo free seeds that I got from um, Baker's Creek. And it's a combination of a broccoli and asparagus, supposedly. And so it grew great. Excellent. So there's Mm -hmm. that. That's out of the Mm -hmm. way. But I don't know how to harvest it. There's no information on it, really. And one of them just like bolted. But it's pretty in my garden, so I just leave it. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, I hear you. I never I heard was actually, of any such thing. I was driving um, today and I saw, and I'm like, I'm going to have to hover around their house. Like I'm going to be very close to knocking on their door. There is about a block over this person or family. And they always kind of do like this more architectural design for their gardens um, and flowers and things like that, you know, trees and then things and they have a bunch of containers and so i was driving past today and their garden looks designed manicured there seems to be life or even the things that are brown they look really pretty and i'm just like like my garden looks like crap right you know coming in like going into december and mid-december like and i'm just like that's it there's no like blooming going on there no flowers or anything but it still looks interesting and so i said that's what I want for my space. Um, so, you know, you said that the flowers or whatever that was, that Yara Yadfa. was pretty. Y-O-D-F-A-H. Yadfa. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I remember so is because it's, it's like Yoda. That's what nice David still called have it. Something. <laughs> it's nice to have something that's still uh, nice to look at in the garden this time yeah, of year. You know, that's a big thing. I was, um, so I redid my front garden um, in my front yard. So it's funny. My front yard is just historically look like total dog ass. Like mm-hmm. if I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I got this, uh, this gardening podcast. And then they look at my front yard and they're like, are you sure? So mm-hmm. I'm like, so this year I was like, all right, let's, you know, cause I've been doing everything in pieces to manage the cost mm-hmm. of it. And I got around to the front yard this year and I said, okay, so we pulled everything out. We got all these like tropical plants, well, hardy tropical plants on discount. So we put them in, they spent the month in or whatever. And I have these three bushes and I, I want to pull them up. And, um, my mom was recommending something to me. I don't remember what it was now. Cause I disregarded it because it wasn't really a bush. And, you know, I wanted to anchor the back of the bed because in the fall and winter, I didn't want it just to be like a bare nothing. I wanted there to be mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. structure there. And that's yeah. what those flower or those bushes and stuff do is they leave you structure and stuff to look at in your garden. So just, you know, trying to like figure that out. Long story short, I didn't get anything to put in there. So they're still there. But I have mm-hmm. all winter to kind of because now is the, really the time to be doing maintenance and moving stuff. So I'll find yeah. something. But, um, you know, designing something that is going to make it through fall as far as leave interest is like super important to us. Because it can get really depressing, you know, this time of year, like after Christmas is where it really kicks in for me, 
because yeah. there's nothing mm-hmm. to look forward to. There's nothing to keep you busy. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not outside anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, for years and remember this is the third year, 2021 is the third year for the front yard garden. So normally if it, if there's some crappiness to look at, it's in the backyard and I can kind of avoid that. And I can kind of close my eyes as I walk to the garage, like, right. you know, but now it's, all around me and because the time between when I pulled things up like veggies out and when I and when the uh, freeze came like that time frame I normally get the garden cleaned up sooner and this year I didn't do that so it looks especially unattractive which could be the blessing right to be able to see it in this state then it inspired me to kind of look around and say okay what could this look like yeah you know do it as a Christmas present just for you Ah, yeah. But I um, there's remember the one place. This is so many episodes. This may have been last year, and we kept on saying like you were like just knock on the door, and I'm like no. But there's this place. I they're probably like two miles away. If I'm not having a, a great day, and if I can remember, I'll drive at by their house. It's not a vegetable garden or anything, as far as I can tell. But they have like they basically swap out their plantings each season, and it's such. I mean, they take great care of it, take great care to plant and all. And so anyway, I drove by um, this fall and I looked and I said, um, again, it's very intentional. Like there's structure there. You know, there's still some thoughts of life there. And so I'm just like, okay, all right. Like, I'm not going to call this year one. 2021 is not year one of this desire for me because I'm not going to cut myself short. 2022 is going to be year one. So I have basically now three years to pull off some type of fall winter interest until the snow comes. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. No, I, I, it, I mean, even even after the snow, though, that stuff still leaves you structure to look at, you know, instead of just like a tundra in your front yard. Mm-hmm. So, you good? Yeah, I was about to. Yeah, I was about to say it, but then I realized that you were starting to talk. I know my whiskers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, there's other people listening too, Batavia. I know, I know. I normally have a schedule to maintain that, but. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, I mean, when we, you know, we're not done doing this yet with our front, we're, we're almost, we just got to replace the bushes, but moving around the rest of the house, there's going to be a lot of like fall thoughts put into place and stuff like that. And, um, moms are going to be a really big thing. Cause I, I, I go around, here you go. This is how cheap I am. And everybody buys their moms and then they put them out on the curb when they're done and they're still alive. And I go grab them and I mm-hmm. stick them in my yard. So, um, you know, I'm grabbing stuff out of people's trash and whatnot, but they're throwing away perfectly good plants. And have you ever seen a mum when they're not manicured to look like a ball? No. They're really pretty. Oh, I was trying to look. I'm pretty certain. Are you checking the cameras in my area to see me digging in people's trash? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I am checking cameras, though. So two things that I accidentally, like I kind of just stuck in together. There is a um, container on my patio in the backyard that has sage, the Uh herb, and snapdragons. Ooh. In December. One of my favorites. Multiple, multiple freezes. Those two things are hardy, like I didn't understand. I remembered snapdragons were hardy, but I didn't like. I was trying to look to see if they still have blooms on them. So a part of my plan before I saw like these other spaces 
in my neighborhood with like true fall decor, things that look like they're brown, but they have structure, yada, yada, yada. It was, I planned on starting because they take, it's a, they're pretty long season um, flower, like before they bloom for snapdragons. I planned on like starting a shitload of them next year. And I said, if I can manage this, like I could actually see flowers and green and growth you know, in my garden come November. And that's still in the back of my mind, the plan for next year. I started snapdragons by seed last year. They were pretty easy to start. Yeah. The seeds are so small, pretty easy to start in general. Um, but they take a long time from a seed to bloom. Yeah. That was the problem. Really long time. That was the only problem I had is they all started no problem. But then I remember putting them like, damn, they just kind of like stalled out and they didn't really do anything. And it just, you know, and that's the issue I have with starting flower seeds is a lot of them take a really long time to get mm-hmm. going. I mean, you know, you're talking, I tried to do black eyed Susans and they take like 20 plus days. Once you put them in the soil, they, they start to rot. You know what I mean? So... I was looking back to see if I wrote it down. I don't think I did, um, but it's going to be one of snapdragons are going to be one of the first things I plant going yeah. into 2022. They like bloom I, I just, all winter it, here. I do they? Yeah, I can imagine that if I'm saying like we've had 22, 23 degrees and these things are still alive. Right. So I can imagine for sure they're able to hold out through your winter. But come summertime, they are driving the struggle bus the whole summer. You know what? Let me make a note. I'm going to look up. Do that. I'm going to do a little bit of research, meaning Snap I'm going to search on the internet. The struggle bus. Yeah. I'm going to do some searches on the internet. I wonder if they are. You should do it on the outer net. they like the cooler. Oh, I heard someone today say we searched the ethernet. Promise the what? you. I promise you they were said. Uh, we searched the ethernet. Mm-hmm. The ethernet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's what was said. I kept on moving because it was my boss. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm going to look into, I wonder if if there's the potential for them to be, you know, like other things. They prefer the cooler weather, maybe. I don't know. They Let's do. see if I can figure that out. No, they do. Because okay. my grand, so this is funny. My grandfather, who is, is my opa, he, um, he, that was one of his favorites. And... Mm-hmm. He's such a dork. I love him. God rest his soul. <laughs> he would go, because there was no Google. So he mm-hmm. would go to the college and he would ask them about all of his plants and stuff. And they would give him like full run. They knew him by name. Like they'd walk in the door and they'd be like, hey, how's it going? You know? And he was, they, they grow in the um, cool weather for sure. Mm-hmm. Fall and early spring. So it's right mm-hmm. up there. It's like, um, because, you know, in our area we do pansies typically mm-hmm. and then it goes snapdragons and then tulips and all that stuff so mm-hmm. but you can do the research too because i would be interested to see like actual like in writing other than like pass down word of mouth yeah but i mean i think we clearly have some evidence that they enjoy i mean they they not only survive but they look like they're thriving in my backyard uh the cool weather but mm-hmm. to your point the struggle in the summer so i'm saying it takes them so long to bloom maybe it's just too warm for them so and it's in my it's in my top favorites i was gonna say top five but if someone's counting i don't want to embarrass myself um cause, you know i got a bunch of favorites but yeah one of the prettiest flowers that I know. Yeah, it's it's right up. And then you know what? It goes back to that episode where we did. Can you plant anything anywhere, anytime? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's a classic. 
You know what yeah. I mean? It's one of those classic flowers that have just been around for a dog's age. It also ties into the episode of the, you know, how misleading it is. I know anytime you search online, they're going to show you plants and vegetables and things in their their best state. So you look and you see all of these blooms and like just it's such a mm. weird like kind of flower and so interestingly beautiful. And then you spend five months during the year looking at green leaves and like, mm, you yeah. know, <laughs> It's like, yeah. well, okay, so I get this big, beautiful, you know, bouquet of flowers when it's like November the 15th, girl, there it is. Enjoy and you it. get it for one week. You better not get sick because yeah, you're going to yeah, miss the yeah. whole bloom. <laughs> we got a little bit longer than that. But yeah, now I'm really interested that it would be so cool if they did prefer the winter or the colder weather. Um, because there are not a whole lot of hardy flowers that I really believe are pretty. Okay, you so know, that's the, the key. Of the ones that I know. Of that's the ones super that I important. know. I was like, I was about to be, I was about to jump down your throat, and you're like, of the ones I that know. I think are pretty. So yeah, because I agree with you too. Uh, you know, it's like I told you, they plant a lot of pansies here. I'm like, dude, this. I mean, who cares? You know what I mean? Like my They're wife likes them. Far and that's, too small and delicate. Yeah. Yeah. And when and when the wind the winter winds come, they just get beat up and they're like, you know, they're all floppy and whatnot. Like whatever. Is but, are there um, are they pansies that I've seen like coming out of snow? Is that is that it? That's crocus. Is that the flower? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so but you know, that's actually a, a good topic for us to br- talk about in the new year because um I think a lot of people will be itching for stuff like that in early spring can be a lot of things you know for me so truth moment i'm about to start seeds tomorrow so for next year already so you know early spring isn't necessarily after the first day of spring it's weeks and weeks before spring when the ground Mm -hmm. is workable which i hate that i can always find snapdragons in the garden stores and stuff mostly like the nurseries not necessarily like the big box stores um but it's just like anything else you start looking and there are so many different colors you know and right now i'm gonna shut the internet down because i am mesmerized by the beauty of them and to your point you can go out and you know buy them at some point in the summer but if you really want to have some that you've started you really need to be starting those much earlier and i'm for me i'm thinking like january ish i'm going to go back to see if i did make notes as an example um so i have just like a couple of weeks i think maybe a little bit longer to try to figure out what i want my spring flowers to look like Mm -hmm. which also i'm going to tie into like what could i have the beginnings of like what is a fall space look like for me right that's interesting so. i'm excited yeah, I know. I to see, see you what writing you down all kinds with. of notes in ep- in episodes i see you i see you oh yeah we're 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 filling up that's happening this is the issue though if you keep oh, going doing there's this, always an issue why is there always got to be an issue because it's life <laughs> no <laughs> It's two days before Christmas, technically, Did when you? everybody's listening to this. There does not need to be an issue. I tried to give you that stern look like shut it down, right? So the issue is that if you keep on doing this work, then Leonard won't have a chance to step up and shine, right? Like, and relax a little bit. Let's let's see what he's made of. Yeah, okay. We want to keep the show <laughs> going, don't we? I mean, let's be real. 
so look real quick real quick what's your favorite christmas cookie any type of butter cookie i don't know if i have one that's i don't know the names of christmas cookies that's okay um, just describe what flavors they have then everybody knows yeah something that's um oh, oh i have a great aunt that used i mean she does like real baking like real like get her on a television reality show baking and so she would make all of these types of treats and when we used to go there for the holiday, it was like, that was the highlight for me. And yeah. then when I stopped going as I got older, because I thought, you know, I could hang out at home, they used to bring, my family used to bring treats back. And it was kind of like, I got to get over there. So she used to do this and probably still does this kind of lemon filling. And then the cookie was um, kind of a buttery cookie, but it had like this white, uh, not frosting, but powder on it. So it's like a sandwich cookie. Yeah. White sugar. A powdered yeah, sugar? Yeah, like white powdered sugar, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I that, like that. Yeah, man. That may be my favorite. I don't know. My, I'm all over the place. My emotions are out of control between the Snapdragons and this cookie. Mm. <laughs> so mine is a classic. It's an oatmeal scotchy. Um, basically, mm-hmm. go get the Toll House chips recipe off the back of the bag and then throw a butterscotch mm-hmm. in with them as well. Dynamite. But we... So we started making a Kronzakaka cake every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted a picture of it last year. I'll do it again this year. Um, and it's so in Norwegian baking, everything is not everything, but most things are almond flavored. And it's just rings of like almond bread. It's really good. And it's it's light tasting. So we started mm-hmm. doing that l- a couple years ago. I want to say last year, but it's a couple years ago. And it's really taken so we'll continue are you looking it up no i'm looking up the thing so thanks for highlighting i wasn't exactly fully on paying attention (laughs) Um, appreciate it buddy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hey that's what i'm here for yeah i tell myself all the time uh cracker um what's a candy crack christmas crack so i make this every year i've heard of that Um, i don't know what it is though yeah I give it to my neighbors um, as kind of, you know, thanks for being a good neighbor. Um, so I don't know. I, I didn't think we were going to do a recipe of the day, but if I can find the one that I use, I'll share it. Maybe we'll okay. just link it in the bot in the, the show notes. How about that? Yeah. Or we can put it since on all, um, Instagram too. Since you're all like, we ain't doing a recipe. My word yeah, is I ain't doing a recipe. Dude, the recipes are so hard. It's nice to take a break. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Tell me that recipes aren't hard for you. They, they're the hardest part of the show for me. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep them fresh, but people mm. are cooking them. So I was trying to find a picture of that cake for you, but I give up. It's too much work. I wasn't so. paying attention anyway. Remember? Remember like two minutes ago when you called me out on it? No, you can listen and do something at the same time. There uh, that's it. Oh, that's gorgeous. Are, are those cookies? It's like a little house. Yeah, it's but they're, they're different big. sizes. Yeah? I mean, they start mm-hmm. like a dinner plate and then work their way up. Yeah. So, because yeah. my wife, I love her and I hate her at the same time for this. She, uh, she has been watching the British Baking Show. Have you watched that oh, at all? No, no, I hate that but show. I, I can imagine. But she where gets this is all going. in and she's like, oh, "I'm gonna go bake this and bake that." Because my wife is, she's the baker, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Damn, man, you're killing me! Like, you can't be baking all these sweets and then you know I'm trying to live my best life." So mm-hmm. we've we've been uh we've been having some fun with that but All right everybody 
I think at that note we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and cut it. So check it out. Portrait of a Santa is on YouTube if you want to check it out. Uh, become a patron if you'd like to help us out or a one-time donation. Amazon store below. T-shirts. Jolly BYG is the coupon for T-shirts going on for another couple weeks. And Batavia's got something she wants to say is very important. Go. As everything is. Um, <laughs> check us out next week for our... New Year Eve Eve episode where we're talking garden mistakes for 2021. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but this is we're we want to be honest and transparent with you. Oh, these yeah. are things we experience. There's some learning to be had. I, I'm looking forward to re-listening to it to remind myself of, you know, the the would-be successes, but not quite. Um, but no, it should be an interesting episode. Check it out, and, and uh, I, yeah, and I'm gonna unveil veil my um. New Year's resolution for this year. Okay. It's going to okay. be a big, huge announcement. It's going to be unbelievable. Okay. So, yeah. Like Times Square, like before they drop the ball, they're going to basically cut to you and you're going to explain what the resolution is. No, that they would huge? do that after the ball fell off and just shattered. Then they would cut to me mm. because it's going to be In so groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be like, we got to have something here that's amazing. <laughs> The takeaway from the stress, so. But um, no, and seriously, everybody, please have a have a Merry Christmas um, or whatever holiday you happen to celebrate. Happy holidays. Be safe. Stay with your families if you can. Um, enjoy your time with them. You've all earned it. And uh, hopefully you're eating something out of your garden to some extent. And we will see you after Christmas. Well, we'll see you. Yeah, after Christmas next week then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) A lot of y'all asked, how can you help support the Backyard Gardens podcast? Well, we have been busy and we have created a t-shirt line just for the gardener. To visit our shop, go to the link in the show notes and check out the t-shirts and other goodies we have. Now, these are super special t-shirts designed just for the gardener. So enjoy Thank you for supporting the Backyard Gardens podcast, and we'll see you guys after the harvest. Ben, what question do we get asked the most? I would have to say it's probably more something like, what are the products we use in our gardens the most? Ding, 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 ding. That's the correct answer. Hey, there's an Amazon link below. When you get over to the Amazon store, know that you're going to be supporting the podcast, but all of the products both Batavia and I have used in our gardens. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your posts and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow from change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.